0: What's up? I just wanted to say, if you haven't yet, go on over to YouTube, type in DLWGO, check out the channel, and smash that subscribe button. Thanks, guys, so much for listening and for watching. Yeah, I don't watch it. (laughs) You lived your life. You lived your life backwards. There's there's Netflix. There's Hulu. It's like that Forrest Gump disease (laughs) with your with your media. forest gump disease do you, do you have do you like mean? a play it now like right now do you, you, mean-, that- <laughs> do you mean benjamin button yeah, yeah, yeah oh go. my fucking god <laughs> forest gump disease i've never seen either movie i don't know holy fuck adam you're gonna be a fucking facebook post i'll tell you that right <laughs> now <laughs> Welcome back to another Don't Let Word Get Out podcast. Today, I'm joined with my guest, Adam Smith. Go ahead and say hi, Adam. (laughs) Uh, This is the first podcast I've actually had with someone else in this house. So, um, like, podcast, podcast. So, welcome. Uh, Can I interest you in in a beverage or anything? Um, Um,
1: I'm probably good, right? It should be good. Okay,
0: cool. I also have fidget spinners here, just in case... just in case you need one of these <laughs> for any any reason, all right? I you need, get I anxiety. You need to you need to fidget to your problems away. Uh,
1: these things give me more anxiety. I don't more know, anxiety. That know one works the people.
0: That one actually cut me.
1: Did I sign the waiver? <laughs> yeah, you need to sign the <laughs> waiver
0: for this. Let's get right into this. Recently, you Uh-oh. you just got back from Japan. Yep. crushed. Yeah, uh, tell me a little bit about that, man.
1: So, um, uh, we went to Japan. We did. Um, we were there for eleven days. Originally, we were supposed to do seven shows. One of them. Um, It was a fluke. The promoter didn't get any bands besides one guy, like an acoustic actor or something. Mm -hmm. So the guy who booked the shows for us said, "Eh, I would just skip that show. So, um, yeah, we had a, what was that? We had, uh, I can't do math right now. 11 days there, six shows, and it was phenomenal. Like, uh, just Japan is such a different country. Like, everything is so cool over there. And I mean we probably had this crazy like golden filter cuz we were the tourists and you know right right but um what really like uh, freaked us out is uh people would just leave their bikes outside the convenience stores outside their apartments Un- unchanged, not locked, not yeah. locked, nothing, you know, and coming from Albuquerque, you know, we, they yeah. would be gone in like We like would never seconds. do that here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really, it was really refreshing to walk around at night and not have to watch your back as heavily as you do here. The food was amazing too. I mean, uh, I'm vegan, so I can right. hardly eat anything, but like. What'd you eat out there?
0: What, um, what can vegans eat out there?
1: I ate udon mostly, okay. um, and a lot of just rice and, um, Chips, seaweed chips. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: What else do you need? Yeah. <laughs> um who who booked that by the way?
1: Uh so I, uh, I booked shows. I book shows in Albuquerque, of course, and um I booked uh, some friends from Brooklyn called Toronto Box. And uh it's um it's really interesting. Their drummer is Israeli and their guitarist and singer is um Japanese. So I booked them twice here. They stayed with us. We hung out. Um, we're good friends. And we just hit him up one day, and we were like, uh, hey, Ken, do you think you could help us book a Japanese tour? And he was just like, hell yeah. So um, we just saved up all the money. It was completely out of pocket. And then um, he booked all the shows, and then we just had to get there. And That's awesome. Because
0: it. Uh, it was definitely, like, I feel like um, all of a sudden. Because I remember you guys, or at least uh, – Uh, you guys posted like a teaser video about it or whatever and I was like oh fuck and I'm Mm -hmm. sure a lot of people also were just like oh shit like (laughs) they're going to Japan so but I I knew like it didn't just happen like hey guys like last week like you guys want to go to Japan or something (laughs) so I knew it took a lot of planning so that's really cool I was always Curious as to, like, if you booked it yourself, randomly asking some people, maybe (laughs) just through whatever. But
1: I may be able to get some stuff, like, some shows locked down there now with all the friends and contacts we've made. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, no way. It was, it was, it was like hard just getting our music out there just kind of uh-huh. trying to talk to people and converse through facebook or whatever so
0: how was the um the music scene out there as compared to here in albuquerque would you say
1: oh it was it was fucked up <laughs> our <laughs> first
0: show our first show um
1: we played uh we played third it was at this uh spot called raku demon in and uh shimo Kitazawa, which is um just, it's around uh, Shinigawa, Shibuya, um, kind of like the western end of Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And, um... There was just these bands that played that were just fucking phenomenal. And I, all of us literally just, like, kind of went to each other, and we were just like, we should not be over here playing our shitty punk rock to these poor people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it, it went it went all right. Um, It was, uh, obviously, no one just, like, walked out on us or anything. But, right. like, there was definitely, like, most of the bands we played with were just far more professional than us, and we can tell. <laughs> and we were just hoping that they couldn't tell. Yeah.
0: How was the uh, age group then?
1: That's another odd thing. We were we were super young to everyone. We were talking to people and um, we're telling uh, they were freaking out about our age, and they were telling us that they were thirties, forties, fifties. Like uh-huh. the youngest person at a show, I think, not at a show, but that first show was probably twenty six. So um, it may just be the type of shows we got booked or just the mm-hmm. bands we played with. But um, yeah, most people are much older than us.
0: What would you say the the best show was? The
1: best show was probably our second to last at K's Dream in uh, Chippa. The owner he loves Kurt Cobain, and he just has <laughs> he's called K's Dream, Kurt's Dream. He has a mural of Kurt Cobain on the outside. <laughs> he has like all kinds of posters everywhere. It's just super grunged out and um it was a fantastic venue the sound was just phenomenal they did not fuck around there they uh they like tuned the drums before uh we sound checked they had all the amps and everything just like fine-tuned with this crazy sound system and we had a pretty good crowd there too it was a friday night it's it's a bit odd playing in japan because we're used we're a high energy band you know mm-hmm. we're used to lots of mosh pits or people crowd surfing and everything but um no one really moved too much to us besides that drunk guy just kind of, <laughs> you know, yeah. having a good time. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, that was probably that was probably our favorite show of the tour just because it was super fun. And then we also found out that one of uh, our favorite bands from Japan, the bassist, worked at that venue as a bartender. And it, like, blew our minds because it's just this, like, famous Japanese band that was so, like, we would never see them live, you hmm. know? We would never, like... What band is that? Like um Meet Them or anything. Uh they're called Fact. I don't know if you're aware. Um, Uh-oh. they broke up, um, but the bassist is in a new band and he was the one that bartended at that venue. That's crazy. And yeah, so like that that was like honestly shocking. the whole trip. Yeah. We we <laughs> were telling we were telling all of our Japanese friends about these Japanese bands we knew and yeah. they were like laughing and were just like, Why the fuck yeah. do you know that band? Like <laughs> that's crazy. Like, um so that was definitely really cool and really fun. And um we met this band called uh Camellia at that show. They uh wanted to come to America. So right now we're going to book and tour with them on the West coast in February. Oh, nice. So cool. It's nice. Like kind of meeting all these contacts and friends and everything. And then now we can tour in each other's countries and help each other out.
0: Um, did someone go with you that knew the language or anything, or did you guys just try to figure it out on your own?
1: Uh, that was me basically. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, I was the most, most of the promoters spoke a decent amount of uh, English. Mm hmm. So in each city, we had, like, a friend who, like, we can mostly talk to. But yeah. uh, I was the one who learned the most Japanese. It was basically just I knew sentence structure, mm-hmm. and I had to kind of ask about words or pick up on words yeah. or even just pull up my phone real quick on Google Translate yeah. and, like, do it that way. Once we started talking, it felt like there wasn't a language barrier at all. That's, and it was yeah, great. We, right. we can joke about everything. Like, uh, we were joking about the, like, the English words that are just on shirts. Uh-huh. One was a uh, cheerful star beckoning cat. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Why are you wearing a shirt that says that? <laughs> and then um, we were talking to our friend about how, like, Americans get, like, like, Japanese yeah, tattoos, yeah. like, and it could be, like, mizu, which means water, uh-huh. like, drinking water. You yeah. know? And it's like, what what does that yeah.
0: mean? Or just all these, like, street brand clothes, clothing. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? It's mean? just,
1: like, the way it's translated. And yeah. It's, like, super, it's super cool and just, it's just really funny. Like, yeah. even uh, menus at uh, restaurants and everything.
0: Um, did any of uh, your other bandmates have like American food that's in Japan though, like burgers or anything? Oh yeah, did they, they had
1: McDonald's burgers, which even like me, like I'm vegan, but like uh, what do they look? They like? look so good. The really? patties are like <laughs> like they're like that thick, and they actually looked really good. And I mean, Joel was pretty drunk when he was eating it, so he might have just been. <laughs> it might have been the SunTory brand whiskey talking, but I think he enjoyed it.
0: Now Japan's way lower than Albuquerque, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, So, did you drinking? If you guys drank out there, did it take a long time? We drank so much. I've never drank that much in
1: my life. (laughs) Um, The first night we were there, we went got to our Airbnb, and um, luckily there's a Seven Eleven under it. So we just went downstairs. We bought a bottle of cheap Suntory whiskey. And between the six of us, we like slammed it within five minutes and didn't feel a thing, really? so we had to go back down, get another bottle of Suntory whiskey, and then we like drank all of that, and then finally we were we were pretty drunk, you know uh-huh. and that's like a normal uh sized bottle of whiskey yeah. and yeah, it just
0: I guess that's a real it's pretty thing, rough the
1: first few days, yeah, the altitude definitely affected that that's crazy.
0: Okay, let's let's move on to a, a different a different topic. I'm usually pretty goofy on all these podcasts and, like, whatever videos I've done. No, I don't take myself serious, <laughs> like, at all. But uh, there's been some things happening, and I feel like I want to address it, and I feel like you'd be a good person to talk to about it, especially since I feel like you're directly involved in it. Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to talk about is the news of Gabi. How exactly did this come about that you learned this information about him and what he's been doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so it started with uh, I was putting together I was trying to book a band here I mentioned like the band jumping on uh, Critters jumping on a show with the band that I got them on Mm. and uh, my friend said that there was actually something he needed to talk to me about he's from out of state, uh, California he eventually got with me and said that there was a victim a good friend of his that came forward about um, a sexual assault that Gabi allegedly Gabi sexually assaulted her Um, So obviously, like running a space myself and being kind of like in the music scene, kind of like we're trying to find out the best way to address this, knowing Mm -hmm. that Gobby's in the music scene and um, he performs and is in venue spaces. And he was actually about to um, start working with a brand new venue space in Rio Rancho. And so we got all the information from this victim um, who, of course, will remain anonymous just mm-hmm. from for the uh, respect for them.
0: And just so for people uh, to know, I, I didn't address this, but uh, uh, Adam, Adam runs the Fly Honey Warehouse here in Albuquerque, which is a is, is a house venue. A lot of bands every month. So I just wanted to say that in case people are like, the fuck are you talking yeah. about? So, <laughs> fuck yeah,
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, Um. <laughs> Anyways, like, um, so I went to my friend Alex of The Wagon Wheel, another house venue here in Albuquerque. Um, he's in the band Self-Neglect. And I wanted to talk to him about the best way to approach this because, um, back, uh, if anyone remembers Go Ahead Record Collective, there was, um, similar stuff that happened with that. And, um, I knew Alex had experience with this and I wanted to get his opinion and just kind of his insight on what we can do. And so we decided that it was best to bring these allegations, um, to Gobby, mm-hmm. um, so we decided to m- message him, and so privately, me and Alex just message him and let him know, "Hey, Gobby, um, there's allegations of you sexually assaulting someone. Um, you may want to take care of this. Uh, here's what the victim like wanted you to do. They just wanted accountability. Number one, they wanted him to kind of admit that." what he did like what he did was wrong and kind of take responsibility for it and they wanted him to step away from venue spaces and performing and kind of like a spa- like places where he could prey on women again you know correct because yeah. that's where he met this victim was at a show mm-hmm. and so we messaged him about that and um he got very upset at first, as anyone would when that happens. And we just kind of tried tried to keep it just, you know, this is just what they said. Like, I don't know, you know. We, just we trying to address the situation. Yeah, we weren't telling him what to do, obviously. Mm-hmm. We, we had no place to do that. Um, but we were just trying to get him to, I don't know, just address the situation. And um, he was uh, going back and forth just between kind of accepting it and blaming his... um his substance abuse and Mm -hmm. like, um, other, other, um, personal problems on it, on why he did it. It seemed like, and then going back to denying it completely saying
0: that he didn't do it.
1: Yeah. And, um, it was just kind of everywhere. And we were just like, we're, we're sorry, dude. Like that, none of that is an excuse. You still have to kind of take care of this, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, he went on to not, uh, talking with us until we released the name and the time and place that this happened. Um, the name of the victim. And so obviously we weren't going to give him that. So that's when the conversation ended. And um, Alex Sturrier and me gave him uh, a day kind of to see what he would say. And we went back to the conversation and he deleted his Facebook. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a red flag or kind of just concerning right there. So we um, both made public public posts about... um, So after
0: that conversation or when he deleted his Facebook, you guys took it upon yourself to post about these...
1: Yes, yeah. And we were just posting about the allegations. So, um we are just saying like, hey, allegedly Gabi did this to someone the victim asked that um, we publicly announced this so he, we can keep others safe you know we, we publicly banned him from our spaces that mm-hmm. we have control over um, winning also banned him in solidarity eventually Berts and um, Deep Space Coffee of other people's no that dude's life is that. fucked now no, yeah, <laughs> no doubt like, like yeah and most definitely
0: and especially the new venue I assume that they would have yes I messaged them him. right
1: away before we made any share any public posts because I knew him, he was a part of that Uh they completely dropped him they're not working with critters anymore um so that's fine that worked out the biggest concerning thing about it was uh we had about three or four victims come forth after just the initial allegation that um told me about their experiences with him as well and that was the really the really shitty part that um there was like other victims. One of them was underage at the time, uh, so uh, I kind of added that to my post. The others were commenting and in, in the threads, so I would just kind of let those go. Huh. But um yeah, we just kind of had to bring that up and try to keep our community and music scene safe because I think we're, Albuquerque's better than that, you know. Uh,
0: did did any of these people feel the need to go to the cops or anything? like that with these um, allegations. I mean, there's only so much, it is great to bring awareness to the scene and I, that's where most of the people are going to see him like mm-hmm. is in the music scene here in Albuquerque. Cause that's, he's closely related with all that stuff. That's how I met him is of through course. music. You yeah, know, yeah. that's how I met anyone pretty much in my life actually. <laughs> so it's great to see you guys do that. Cause I saw how many shares that post had and just like everyone that has been talking on it too. Would- also, yeah. nothing, none of us can do anything about it. So
1: Exactly. It's it's very hard, too, because um, <clears throat> call-out culture can be very toxic. Uh-huh. It can be very not planned and just be a big fucking mess. And, like, that's why me and Alex here try to take as many steps as we could just to kind of make it, just put everything on the table. You know, we're not telling it. We're not bashing him or telling you anything. We're just saying, hey, these allegations are here. Here's everything about it. He's not allowed in our spaces because we have uh, we have power over those, you know. Those are our spaces. Right, exactly. Um everything's there for people to kind of decide for themselves and kind of like work through that cuz obviously we're we're not cops we can, yeah, yeah we can't try him we're not judge or jury you know and um going back to your question about the cops um cops are very very bad with these sort of cases um that shouldn't persuade or that shouldn't sway anyone from uh going to cops whenever something like this happens mm-hmm. but uh it is very rarely that cops will help and honestly the the procedures you have to go through to um report the rape are on, honestly more invasive than helpful it, it may be worth yeah maybe yeah yeah then helpful um rape kits and all that stuff mm-hmm. is very invasive and very very shitty um uh while the r- initial victim i don't believe went to the cops um of course this um took place a long time ago too so it's not like she can go now and anything right, can be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second victim that came forth did go to school officials. It actually happened at school. They just uh, moved. They, Gabi just moved to schools. And then she said that she received a lot of backlash. And she was kind of victim blamed for that. So um, For her
0: talking out about it?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> being underage, too. Can you believe that? Um, so I think there's a lot in our culture. It's It's just rape culture that sways a lot of women from coming forth about this stuff because you know like you have cops saying like oh well why would you go out wearing that you know why were you why were you walking in alone home you Mm -hmm. know something like that when like victim blaming when they should just be like trying to figure out who the fuck did that or why they did that yeah you know one thing i'm trying to do is just kind of make sure that we can get rid of that like rape culture that kind of it's like in our scenes in our communities Mm because it's it runs rampant everywhere like yeah if a, like one person can just kind of sway one friend who makes a shitty joke or kind of like says some shitty opinions and stuff and if you you saw that post there was a lot of them oh yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah um obviously if dudes can stop fucking sexually assaulting women yeah that would, <laughs> probably, that would be the best thing that would actually just solve the problem right there <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, I want to segue into this because it's the same the same topic. In the same er- uh, general timeline of this, there's been some like beef, I guess you could call it. It's really just drama going on online against two people. I tried finding this post, but I think she deleted it or something. I couldn't find it. Maybe she didn't. I just couldn't find it. But I had it screenshot anyway. Because as soon as I started reading all these posts, I knew I would wanted to talk about it with someone. <laughs> I just didn't know who. I'm just trying to plan ahead. So I, I screenshot it. And this is what this post says. It says... Sisit white males need to acknowledge the lack of diversity at in the local scene. What are you doing to be more inclusive? And how are you going to act like this is a, is a family? Now, this is a post that was made uh, by someone who I have no idea who this person is. And I might have met this person before as far as well as the other person. And if they're listening to this, and I do know, like, actually who they are. I'm sorry. Like, I, I honestly don't remember you. And it might have been, like, one of those things, uh, you came to shows at Gasworks or something, and I just don't remember you because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shows. And I was there probably, like, 95% of the time uh, for every show. That's my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might remember the good shows. I remember all the shit. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> the shitty shows. <laughs> anyway, so this, to me, this post is saying that there's, like, a lack of diversity in the local scene. Now, at least for me, when I was um, helping out with Gasworks stuff, uh, I found felt like I was like there was less white people honestly and so I I maybe I'm reading this post wrong what what are what are they wanting are you wanting like more people of color in the scene or like there's not nothing that you can do really about that like you can't just make it happen maybe you can help me understand this more Adam because I I'm all for learning and bettering myself if if something like my thinking is wrong then I want someone to tell me so I I can make my own conclusion to this 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 happened right now and then this this other guy he runs a um he i don't know if he runs it but he has a blog mm-hmm. and uh it was entitled clickbait scene drama and all this stuff like i'm gonna put links to online so you, you can see what i'm talking about so you, you don't think i'm just going. yeah get more drama <laughs> going so <laughs> everyone get the hot scoop <laughs> So anyway, this this guy goes on to say that um, – well, he, let's be real. He's talking shit about this person. <laughs> but he goes on to say that uh, – he goes on to say that, you know, the scene isn't perfect or anything. But he also has the same – kind of the same – viewpoint is me of being like you know when i was running a lot of shows i never saw any people trying to show like shoo away anyone from the lgbtq community anyone from a different race i felt like all the shows especially the hardcore shows were very close-knit felt like family when you were there everyone knew who you were it just felt good to be around so i kind of have like this viewpoint of it now this person obviously (laughs) backlashed again and went on to talk about, you know, how Albuquerque is a boys club. Goes on to talk about how long, you know, she's been going to shows. Bunch of shit that I, that doesn't fucking, that's just cringe to me. So maybe you can help me right now, Adam. What, what is she exactly talking about in this?
1: So, um. The biggest thing about the biggest problem I have with this, and this is coming from a <laughs> a, a cis head um, white cis male, he- you know, like a, a cis <laughs> hetero white male, like so. I'm probably I have like no grounds to speak on this, but um, you do because us, you're like, in the scene. Us, us white people, us white dudes, we just need to kind of when people criticize you or say something like this you need like it's important for us to just kind of shut up and listen versus kind of shutting them out and saying no you're wrong you know even if it's even if you look around and you're like hmm i don't know what you're talking about i don't see it you still kind of have to like be like shut up and kind of see what their points are you know and then you can maybe kind of pull a better opinion or something like that Mm -hmm. like um from what they're saying, you know, let's see. So, both of these people are friends of mine, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was very active on this post, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, why
0: I, I figured you'd be a good person to talk to about, this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, I didn't see the original, uh, um, like call out that we aren't diverse, um, but uh, I did see the original, uh, the blog post. So with Albuquerque being diverse, it's uh it's a bit weird just because we have an odd demographic. We're um what fifty two percent um white and I think forty eight percent uh Hispanic Latino. Um tr- I think only three percent African American. I can't remember exactly. You don't quote okay. me on those stats. All right. No, I definitely don't. <laughs> um, but uh we have like a very. Odd demographic. So mm-hmm. is because it kind of challenges promoters to see these people of color and these women who normally, like, kind of don't get as much attention as, like, white white dudes or just dudes in general get from their bands you know Mm -hmm. so like um it's important like it kind of challenges promoters to expand outside of just their usual oh white dude hardcore you know that that is very common in the hardcore scene across the united states you know it's it's not as hard it's not as bad here you know because our demographics are a bit skewed compared to like fucking what springfield illinois or some shit you know like where everyone is white yeah definitely so like that's why that's important going back to the blog the blog what bugged me about that was um he posted the blog i read through the whole thing and he said let me know what you think in the comments so i let him know what i think in the (laughs) comments i said it was problematic you know like Mm -hmm. you're talking shit and you're being exclusive as hell when you're saying the hardcore scene isn't about that when someone criticizes you you should like sit you should listen you know especially when you're repping an entire hardcore scene or your band or your venue space or anything as a whole like that you would want to, like, kind of react a bit better, you know? It's, like, much easier to work towards, like, a solution. Like, oh, okay, you don't see a lot of, like, queer people in the music scene, then maybe we should try actively, like, look for a band with someone who's queer that we can book on shows, you know, and start bringing them in. There's plenty of bands who can play with um, people of color, uh, women, women of color, and queer folk that can play these hardcore shows in Albuquerque, but I don't know if any of them are aware of them you know so that's why it's important that like uh people kind of call for this stuff that post it just it got really messy
0: it got it got so messy that i didn't really know what the the fuck the message was and i didn't understand exactly what it just became, like, a pissing contest to me, to where these two people are just saying, like, how long they've been going to shows for, and, like, just shit like that. That's
1: a, that's one thing I can't fucking stand. I don't care if you've been booking shows for 25 fucking yeah. years. Like, yes, that's experience, and you know your way around more than I probably would, you know? Uh-huh. But that doesn't fucking matter you know um, people yeah. who go to shows are just as important as people who play shows and people who book shows people who run house venues all of that stuff yeah someone who runs a house venue probably seems more important just because they have to put up with more bullshit or anything you know but mm-hmm. like you can't like put it in a hierarchy because then what you got everyone who runs a venue kind of controlling everyone else or like being like just being a tyrant like because this person's only been going to shows for a year you know that's that's not inclusiveness How are you going to get more people to go to your hardcore shows or any kind of shows if you're going to kind of talk down to them like that? Yeah.
0: If these two people want to hit me up and they want to (laughs) come on the show and talk about it, then I come on the show. Yeah. (laughs) Pay-per-view. You know. Instead of, like, making a blog post or instead of making a Facebook post about it, then come on the show and talk your differences out. Maybe that's all you guys need to do is, like, talk in person about these things instead of on the Internet. (laughs) Who fucking cares, man? Talk in person about these things. Stop just, like, fucking backhanded posts and, like, it doesn't help anything.
1: I think there's a lot of talking, but not a lot of listening, and that, that, that too. It just we need kind of more people to kind of like sit down and just shut up every once in a while. Yeah. And I'm guilty of that too, you know. Like I, yeah. I talk shit on the internet all the time, and right after I'm just like, <laughs> "Fuck, <laughs> I need to stop being a jaded <laughs> asshole."
0: <laughs> all right, Adam. Do you want to do a speedfire question round with yeah, us right let's now? let's do it. Let's do, do it. Cue the suspense music. Ooh! Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam. Do you wipe your ass under bo- or behind? Both. Both. Whoa, at the same time? Yeah. That's, that's, hey, that's, I've never gotten that answer. Sanitary. before. And now that I think about it, that would be the best way to do it, because you get from both ways. When you go poop, do you hold your dick so that it doesn't touch the rim?
1: It depends if i morning wood. There's some weird toilets in Japan, too. Yeah,
0: how do you shit there?
1: I I just sat on it, and then I realized that you're supposed to, like, squat over them. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you wipe yourself both ways. After. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, canned beans, do you love them or hate them?
1: Um, I like them when I can cook them. What kind of beans do you like? Um, the white cannoli ones or whatever. Cannoli. <laughs> cannoli? Can- <laughs> yeah, I <cannolini>. love <laughs> those cannoli
0: beans. How long do you spend brushing your teeth?
1: Uh, I wish two minutes. Probably like a minute. What
0: was your favorite book as a child?
1: Uh, The Giving Tree.
0: What's your favorite book now? Uh, fucking reading. <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was The Magic Tree House. In oh, yeah, case I anyone cares. It. Would you suck your dad's dick for a million dollars? Uh, I would b- barely talk to my dad for a million dollars really oh uh, no he
1: snuck up on me and I met him a while back
0: oh, okay so is your family like a touchy subject
1: oh uh, no 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 he he, he left my family it's very tragic
0: so it is a touchy subject. And,
1: and then he came back and like surprised me one day when I was cutting weeds at my grandma's and yeah. I was just like fuck dude you didn't even accept my friend request on fle- on
0: Facebook <laughs> like how old were you
1: uh it was like it was like a month ago <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah. this is recent
0: oh my god dude uh no to myself avoid all <laughs> <laughs> family questions do you leave your phone on loud all the time or you silence it silence it of of course what's your favorite kind of chips brand ruffles ruffles yeah Yeah. what's the last one of your friends you've seen naked butt ass naked
1: butt ass naked hell that's been a while Uh, probably jimmy (laughs) he stuck his dick in a banana and he stood on top of me while I tried to do push-ups and it didn't work (laughs) I have a a video of it if you want to link it (laughs) like
0: a banana peel yeah a banana peel there you you go go. yeah give me me a link to that (laughs) I'll put that if anyone wants to see jimmy stick his dick in his banana uh, (laughs) It'll be on the website. (laughs) 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 DLWGO.com. What's your favorite video game?
1: Probably Diablo 2.
0: Have you ever looked into a mirror and said Biggie Small's name three times?
1: Yeah, actually. Nothing happened.
0: Did you ever look at yourself in the mirror and said your own name three times in an attempt to clone yourself?
1: oh but that's a good idea yeah do you have a mirror here
0: uh, yeah it's right behind you oh <laughs> okay <laughs> go do it real quick see what yeah, happens okay, okay.
1: What's, 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 doesn't it doesn't need to be dark <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> adam what's your what's your favorite astrological sign
1: pisces it's my girlfriend
0: i think that's the the, the most genuine response we've ever had to that <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> who's the last guy friend of yours that you've kissed on the mouth
1: Ooh, that's a rough one is either luke graf or marcos
0: it was jimmy right after he stuck his dick in that banana <laughs> that's when i knew <laughs> that's when i knew he was the one
1: we just so passionately <laughs> have you ever snorted coke uh, are you a cop you're, you're probably with TSA? no but, i'm not yeah, i'm not a
0: cop <laughs> just in case tsa is listening to this i've never done any drugs ever
1: say rumor on the street is i have oh.
0: which weezer album is your favorite
1: uh probably the blue album because i'm a poser
0: no fucking way, dude. Blue <laughs> album's the best, man. In the garage? In my garage? In the garage. In the garage. I, I just know. like saying it. Blue this Album was on. good. <laughs> Are you a nail biter? Oh
1: yeah, I like tear my nails off. I don't really? even use nail clippers. Do you, you bite the off.
0: skin? What's the skin around your nail called? The hang nails or whatever. The skin. Oh, yeah, I, the
1: skin I just around. fucking rip it off until it's bleeding and it hurts,
0: <laughs> and that's when I know I should probably <laughs> stop. Yeah. But I can't. <laughs> Do you drink soda? I don't drink anything. <laughs> Not even what. Wa- uh, just grass juice. Some <laughs> blended blades of blade <laughs> grass I
1: get from the park across my street. Uh, wow, that's embarrassing. Oh my I'm god, a, dude! I'm shit off, please.
0: Fucking unprofessional. Hell, with these dick and poop. Uh, this shows is 100% professional. I was just
1: waiting for my dad to call me. Oh,
0: wait about another 25 years. <laughs> uh, What's the last samurai movie you've watched?
1: Ah, uh, fucking Jet Li's Fearless. Does that count? No, that's Kung Fu. Fuck. <laughs> fucking
0: racist. It's fucking Wushu. Is, <laughs> that, is that samurai? <laughs> I don't know. You think just because
1: I went to Japan I watched samurai Have movies? Have you seen- Oh, God.
0: Wh- who's your favorite powder puff girl? Probably
1: Blossom. Bubbles <coughs> always got-
0: What's your- f- Favorite current meme I can the tell you kids my kids least favorite
1: song. That fucking Fireflies song Fuck that shit dude That's <laughs> his fucking name Let me google this shit Fucking Adam Young Fuck you if you're listening to this Adam Young Adam He's an avid
0: listener i probably <laughs> oh, <she's, laughs> He's donating the
1: most to my Patreon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah to my Patreon The
0: top uh, subscriber to my Patreon What's your favorite M. Night Shyamalong movie Honestly
1: like I'm gonna have to say
0: Did I say Shyamalan? What's Sham-along? your name? How do you M. Say M. Night Shyamalan sh- movie sh- sh-
1: I, um, <laughs> You know I saw half of Happening I saw all of Avatar The Last Airbender that fucking sucks. so yeah. I'm just gonna that's, go with the I can't believe anyone thought that was a fucking good idea I can't believe no one said hey M. Knight, you, you sure this is a good idea you know you're pronouncing everything wrong like like this is completely just culturally offensive and he's like nah no, no that's cool let's just change the whole fucking story yeah, they are on cool, a man. barge
0: I'm not white it'll be okay what's <laughs> the <laughs> so longest you've gone without showering
1: probably like three or four days
0: do you put your toilet paper on top or under counterclockwise which one of your friends do you think has the goofiest sex face
1: um uh, probably Joel is his, his, he has a beard too I could just admit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what extinct creature would you bring back? Trilobites. What's your go-to for gum? I'm
1: still stuck in like the like the 2000s elementary school. Like, was is there is there juicy fruit still? I don't like juicy fruit. It's not minty. Is there Stride? <laughs> what, is, what is there? <laughs> Ice breakers. Five. What? I don't know. Yeah, five, I, I chew five gum. Five is pretty know. cool. <laughs> Trident. Tri- <laughs> Trident. Nah, I,
0: I only like know gum. all these because I work at a grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> don't think that I'm like a gum connoisseur. Or anything. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not weird. Okay,
1: what's, what's that tattoo of Big Red you have on yeah. the arm there?
0: 420 or 69. 69 for sure. What's the last YouTube video you've watched? Um, it was you a don't tutorial. Don't say mine. Was, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I did my research, <laughs> here.
1: How to make a textured background on Photoshop. I, I watched it like five minutes ago because I was making a flyer. And now I feel like people are going to go and spot it and just be like, wow, he
0: did, he watched,
1: he watched 30 seconds into this and did not learn how to patch it up and make it look
0: professional. did he? What's your favorite dinosaur?
1: Brachiosaurus. Very nice. Long necks. They're kind of like me. Tall as fuck. I can reach all the leaves. Yeah.
0: Favorite Ryan Gosling movie?
1: Oh, I fucking love Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Lars and the Real Girl was really Ooh. good. Go with the Notebook, cause I'm basic. The notebook. Yeah. I'm essentially
0: Lars and the Real Girl. Right? Yeah. <laughs> What's her name? How Cle- Cle- fucking dare you? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Assume her gender. <laughs> When's what's what's the last time you hit a hookah? Fuck, way too long. <laughs> way too way too long. Too long. Right? Even has a
1: hookah. Yeah. We have a show on the fifteenth. Please bring it. I am dying hookah. to get the ho- my hookah yeah. on.
0: I will do a hookah my whole set. What's your favorite? What's the shit that you put in shisha? It's shisha. Called? Yeah. What's your favorite shisha? Um,
1: probably like like tiger's blood or like wild cherry. What?
0: <laughs> I feel like those are just snow cone flavors I haven't hit a hookah in so long I feel like I need to start having hookah sessions in, the- sessions in here too we'll, we'll light up the coal and uh, we'll hit that sheesh Yeah, go ahead, make a phone call That's fine
1: I was going to call Eminem <laughs> and see if they have any tiger's blood But I think they're closed There we go, no worries
0: You guys have tiger's blood, Tiger. right?
1: No, like, yeah, anything. should I put
0: some aside? No <laughs> i just need to make sure that's still a thing (laughs) who's your favorite spice girl
1: the one that just fucking yells in the background (laughs) (laughs) just goes off
0: i don't know if she has any real parts but she's just going off and doing her own thing what's your what was your favorite cartoon growing up
1: avatar the last airbender
0: what was your favorite just show in general non-cartoon non-cartoon yeah
1: do you remember the brothers garcia no wow really that Mm -hmm. was on nickelodeon that one was pretty cool i didn't have cable oh i see Poor, poor soul. Yeah, you have
0: cable now. Yeah, but I don't watch it. <laughs> you
1: lived your there's life. You lived your life backwards. There's, there's Netflix.
0: There's Hulu. It's like that Forrest Gump disease well, <laughs> with your with your media. <laughs> Forrest Gump disease. Do, do you have Can like you mean- a play it now? <laughs> like right now? Do you you mean Benjamin Button? <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh <I laughs> yeah, my fucking <laughs> Forrest
0: Gump disease. I've never seen either movie. I don't know. Holy fuck, Adam! You're gonna be a fucking Facebook post. I'll tell you <laughs> <that> right now. <laughs> I like how I come on here and I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: keeping our scene safe and stuff like that. But you then got I'm that Forrest Gump disease. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you mean uh, yeah, Forrest you meant. Gump. No, uh, the guy
0: lived backwards. He was like born an old man. I actually never saw Benjamin Button. Tell me about your last suicidal moment.
1: Probably during uh... When uh, my dad came to visit, <laughs> I'm just
0: messing around. Well, Adam, I want to thank you for being on the show. It's It was it was great having you on. forgot how much fun I actually have doing these. Uh, where can people find you on social media if you want them um, to find you?
1: Adam Smith. We probably have a mutual friend or two. Um, and there's a picture of me holding a goose. I met this guy at the laundromat, and he had a baby goose, and he let me take a picture with it. It's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah, Adam Smith holding a goose. Uh, fly Honey Warehouse crushed... Uh, whatever thanks for having me super <laughs> glad to be here you're welcome <laughs>
0: uh you can check this out over at dlwgo.com there you will find the link to the, on this podcast to the link of jimmy sticking his dick in that banana if you want to see it and also all the links uh previously referenced anything that i referenced will be there as well
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, people are gonna be surprised that <laughs> it's actually gonna be posted they're gonna i be like, actually have the video <laughs> they're
0: like it's not gonna be on there and then i'll be like oh fuck you can find this over at dlwgo.com you can find us over on itunes d-l-w-g-o you can find us on twitter at don't l-w-g-o youtube type in d-l-w-g-o give me a subscribe you can check out some stupid videos on there and um today what else what else am i on uh, instagram same shit you'll find it just type in d-l-w-g-o there's it's like the only thing out there so you'll find it or don't who <laughs> fucking cares <laughs> today we're gonna have music from crushed have a good day guys see ya <music>